On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with Brandon Petrich from Promo Corner about how to keep video content fresh and tips for looking sharp. Welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today is a prolific video content creator. I could say that in our industry, but he's prolific in the world, creating promo every day. He's the digital media director for Promo Corner. Brandon Petrich, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Kirby, thank you so much for having me again. So I went back and looked, and I okay. we've been doing this like almost every time there was like a transition in my job or... You know, just if there was just something going on that I felt like I got to got to get out there. But I was episode 131, 186, 241, and 284. By the way, those are huge numbers, man. Like people don't understand. Like you see Promary Day and it's 800 plus episodes. That's every day. Those numbers are going to add up super fast. Your show's weekly, man. And yeah. if we're in the 320s right now, yeah, like yeah. congratulations, man. That's a long time to be running this show. And you've done a really good job of keeping it going. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> that means a lot. Uh, so I want to jump in though, you know, talk about some content because when it comes to video, as I just said, you're one of the most prolific creators in our industry with Promo Every Day. Literally every day you come up with a new uh, piece. So how do you keep it fresh? How, how do you make it fun for you? <laughs> so keeping it fresh visually for the viewer. I try to change up lighting every once in a while as I'm I'm always looking for deals on Amazon or in, you know, secondhand things. There's always a, a video studio that went out of business and they're selling these lights that are $5,000 for a hundred bucks. So, you know, I'm always looking for deals like that. And when I right. find things, I change it. Uh, and so I think you, I, I really want to do that, be able to go back and do a video of the progression of my lighting from day one until what yeah. it is now. Uh, so to make it look good, to make it feel fresh, I'm constantly changing up the background too. Actually, I mean, since this is episode number five of DMJ, I put a number five in the background. I'm always <laughs> changing up like what's behind me. I don't think, I think a lot of people focus on the video and the substance of itself, but a lot of times people are watching and say, hey, what was that behind you? Where did you get that? Like one of my favorite shows that I do is that How Promo Is Made. I'm from Colorado. You know, I put a lot of my life right behind me. So if you go back and watch PED, uh, that's you're going to see a lot of me back there. And then the other thing that I do, and as one of the things I really want to change up for 2021 is I change my clothes every time I record a new episode. Now in, in transparency, and I maybe. I don't think I'm <laughs> telling any secrets, but I literally batch an entire week in sure. one recording. Yeah. So while I may be changing clothes, I may look a little bit different in each one. That also helps me reset myself and start a new episode every time. So it's always fresh and yeah. then making it fun for myself. It's, um, it's me. I get to be me. Uh, you know, I'm not a character. I'm not a host. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to do anything crazy. I don't have to say anything crazy. It's I get to be me. And then one of the other things that I love to do, because I try to gear PED specifically uh, to the end user, and to the distributor to educate them too, is I try to be as spontaneous and as is, you know, get the product and I want that to almost be the first or second time I've ever seen that product. Mm -hmm. And the reason I want to do is I want to show that same emotion, that same 
thing that anybody would think about as an end user going through and getting that product for the first time, because that's what they're going to go through, right? I've been in the industry for 16 years. It's one of those things where, yeah, I know what a Tervis Tumblr is, but how do I show the end user and the distributor and the people watching the video, how do I show them that I'm still excited that this is the 30th time I've filmed this product, mm -hmm. right? And so I try to always come at it a completely different way. And that's just, for me, that's the way I like to keep it fresh and fun for myself is I just try to find a different way to, to use it. I don't know if, <laughs> like, so it's kind of funny. Uh, I got into ASMR a while back and mm -hmm. uh, watching a lot of these like restoration videos and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. for one of the Tervis videos, I literally did that. All I did was record the sounds of a Tervis. I didn't talk. I didn't do anything. I was like, Ooh, that's kind of nice. So yeah, something that's kind of how I keep it fun. <laughs> yeah. Something I think constantly looking at uh, making something different and just looking at it from a different perspective really does help keep things fresh like that. So you know, I think some people want to get into video uh, or audio or just creating content of any kind, but they struggle to get into it, especially with video and audio, because they don't love hearing or seeing themselves on camera. I think uh, many people struggle with that idea. So uh, I don't know if you struggled with that uh, either now or when you started, but what advice do you have for people for getting over that? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you edit a lot of your own content. You remember the first time you sat down and when you edit your own content, you have to watch it multiple times. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, is that what I sound like? Is that what I look like? But yeah. the thing about it is, is that that is you. And, the, and, and you get to be your own critic too. So you get to change what it is. You're in complete control of that person that is on the screen. Mm -hmm. And so just keep going. I think that I've gotten used to hearing my own voice. I mean, uh, let's be real. It takes a little bit of a conceited mentality or, or a narcissistic mentality to be able to just start it. But at the same time, you got to still be able to be a good critic and change who you are and, and, and listen to yourself as you're watching yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody remembers the first time that they did their own voicemail, the first time that they heard a voicemail on somebody else's phone of their own voice and how cringy that was. I think you also remember the first time you swung a baseball bat or a golf club. You didn't do it perfectly. It right. takes a bunch of time and constant repetition to be able to build that confidence up to tell yourself that the voice you hear in your head every day, that is actually the voice that you're hearing out of the camera too and out of, out of, out of the video that you're watching afterwards. And then the other thing that I can, uh, that I can say to, to really help yourself get better is to actually watch or listen to your content. I can't believe how many people I talk to that record podcasts or videos or something like that. And I'm like, I ask them about what they did. And like, oh man, I, I don't watch my own content. And I'm like, yo, like you have to be, again, the, this, the whole point of this answer is you are your own, you're your best critic. You're the only one that's going to be able to change what that person sounds like or looks like. So if you want to keep it original, if you want to keep it professional, you're going to be the one that's going to have to change that up because you, that's it's you. It's you on the camera. So just keep doing it. You're going to get better and keep listening to that voice inside your head that says, hey, maybe I should change this up or maybe I shouldn't say something like that. Yeah, I think it's funny. I, I struggle with that too, I think sometimes because listening to your own content, like I'll, I will go back and listen to the podcast version or whatever. And I think in some ways it feels very narcissistic to listen to a podcast of myself, right? 
but I think you're right in the sense that um, it's the way that I improve and say, well, uh, gosh, I say this one word over and over again. Maybe I should watch that. Mm-hmm. And now I don't listen to every piece that I do, but I think just going back occasionally, but also doing it in a way that you give yourself a little grace um, that, yeah, you are your own best critic. You're also your own worst critic, right? So <laughs> yeah. that like, give yourself some grace that the idea is that you're going to improve. Don't beat yourself up about it, right? And when you get to episode 800 plus or 300 plus in the thing that you're doing, you still have those same thoughts. Yes. Like I still go back and think about that stuff. And I still watch myself when I'm editing even 800 episodes in. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, why did I do that? Why did I say <laughs> that? Dude, look in the mirror, like fix your beard. Uh, yeah. So why did I spray myself with, uh, with the uh, pepper spray? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude. I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about that. episode. (laughs) It's literally my favorite one of all time. Um, Anyway. All right. Final, final question for you. Uh, We're living on video calls. I actually find that it's a little bit easier to get people to do this because they're, they're a little more used to it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like some people just look great. Right. And some people still struggle to use tech and to use it properly. So what advice do you have for looking sharp so that you're camera ready? Awesome. Well, so I came up with three uh, and it's just, it's the things that I guess I've just kind of done as, you know, because we, we have to get used to looking into that little dot. It's not just for the CIA anymore. That's literally how we're making our living. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things that I can t- say is when you are, you're about to get onto a video, show up early, mm-hmm. show up early because you can talk to the other person check your audio. Do you like the way that my set is? Am I lit? Okay. Is there a shine? Show up early and get the criticism from the host. Most of the time, somebody who is hosting a piece of content has probably done it a few times and has a few little tips or tricks to kind of help you get better with your thing. So show up early and then make the edits before you go live or before you start to record. And then check your want to. You should want to look good. You should want to actually be there, right? If somebody is rushed because you don't really want to do it, so you're coming up with 30 other things that you can do before you do this video, if you are rushed, you're going to look rushed. And if you don't want to be there, people are going to be able to tell that you do not want to be there. So just kind of one of those things where be excited about what you're doing. You get to be on video with somebody. That's really cool. And I got that from a Monday minute with Kirby Hossman. (laughs) You get to do things. So, uh, and then the last thing is location, 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 just like in business. uh, One location is the location of the scene. If you are going to be talking to a bunch of Alcoholics Anonymous, don't be sitting in a bar right? So check your scene. If you want to be professional, dress professional, look professional, have a professional background. And I hate to say this to people because I know that they're really getting into it. Virtual backgrounds are horrible. They're distracting (laughs) the way that it can't get around you and completely move around you. Stop, get a decent background and people want to see where you're at. They want to see the real you, not an edited you. Second location is light. We talk about this and this is, I feel like a dead horse that you and I talk about all the time. I've got a hair light right there. I've got a face light right here. I've got a light actually lighting my bookcase here. And I've had to close the blinds. And I almost thought about putting a blackout thing here because the light that comes off this window is so distracting for the camera. Think about, so think about that location for the best light. If you have to move it, most people are on a laptop or have some type of mobile camera 
move to a place that has better light that can suit that. And then last is the location for the best sound. Now, obviously the closer the mic is to your face, you're gonna have better sound. But if you're in a huge room, booming room, that echo is going to be picked up, especially if you're using that tiny little microphone on your laptop, or if you're using an external microphone and you're super far away, it's still gonna sound like you're super far away. Right. So location for scene, location for lighting and location for sound. I love it. That's those are, and, and, and those are quite honestly, probably as I came up with that question, the answers I hoped you'd give, right? <laughs> like, uh, so that's, uh, that's good stuff, man. Great advice. Awesome. And you've answered my three questions and I give everybody a chance to ask me one question. You have one for me? Yes, I do. And uh, in typical Brandon fashion, I don't ask a standard business question. I think we did a, uh, a like, what was your emergency product the last time? Right. But this one, I want to ask you if Kirby Hossaman's personality was a camera, a, a, a way to film something, what kind of camera would Kirby be? Okay. <laughs> so in the interest of transparency, I don't always get questions in advance. Brandon was nice enough to give me this one because it is a little out of the box. And I gave a lot of thought to it. And I'm like, I'd love to say that I was like the DJI Osmo Pocket, which is a little tiny guy, which I am, but it's super smooth. I'm not sure I'm that smooth. Um, I would say that uh, I'd like to be a GoPro. Uh, because, you know, action oriented and all that sort of thing. I think I'm getting a little old for that. Um, so I'm going a, a little bit outside of the box in the sense, I'm going to say the DJI um, Spark drone. It's got, uh, so it's uh, got the, got the uh, swivel camera. So it's pretty smooth. It also, you're able to see things at a higher perspective. I would like to say that I uh, provide some level of perspective, a 10,000 foot view, um, something I pride myself on. So that would be what I would aspire to be. I'm not sure if I am that, but that's what I would aspire to be. Dude, that was such an awesome answer. I, and all of the list of cameras that I put down there, drone didn't even click in with me, but the way that you explained it, that is that is absolutely Kirby Hossaman, man. Oh, Great thanks, answer. Man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for doing this again. Always appreciate it. Always uh, enjoy chatting with you and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks Kirby. All right, man. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy. We'll see you next time.